Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Student Perspectives, the podcast where we talk with student pharmacists about their unique challenges and opportunities presented throughout their professional journey. My name is Keegan. And Stephanie, and today we will be chatting with student representatives Adam Kreger, Stephen Astran, and Andrew Lang about PAI Week and how they have successfully executed PAI Week at their school. Thanks for joining us today, everyone. Before we dive in, we wanted to explore a few facts about PAI Week. As you may know, PAI Week was started by student societies to educate students about ASHP's Practice Advancement Initiative, or PAI. Looking ahead to PAI 2030, this initiative aims to be forward thinking about how the pharmacy profession can continue to advance and thrive amidst technological advancement and changes in how we conduct patient care. There are five major domains in PAI 2030 and a total of 59 recommendations. While today we'll be addressing ways by which SSHPs can celebrate our profession and PAI, you can learn more about PAI 2030 and find valuable resources for you and your student society at ashp.org backslash PAI. With that said, I'll turn it over to Stephanie to ask our first question. Once again, thanks for joining us. To start, could you each tell us a little bit about how your SSHP has celebrated PAI week in the past and what have been some of your favorite activities and what sparked your creativity in these events? Steven? Yeah, so at Pitt, we dedicate each day of PAI week to a different one of the five domains. And we combine social media posts with in-person PAI week events, highlighting different ways that pharmacists have roles in direct patient care. One of my favorite activities that we've done previously was in collaboration with our annual Dean's theme that we do. So each year, the organizations at Pitt promote a different important topic in pharmacy. And last year's was all about medication safety. So for PAI week, we hosted a tabling event And we encouraged people to create signs where they outlined how they engage in safe medication practices. And it was really fun and interesting and very interactive to see and bring awareness to safe practices and the PAI pillar of leadership and medication use. Awesome. Thank you, Stephen, for that wonderful answer. Andrew, tell us about your SSHP. Sure thing. At UT Tyler, our SSHP chapter is newer and we've been pursuing the framework to celebrate PAI weekly, yearly for future members. My favorite activity we held was a presentation of one of our state affiliates. We were very fortunate to have a Texas state affiliate and residency coordinator present a review of ASHP practice initiatives to our members. Their presentation included a brief background of the evolution of pharmacy practice and ASHP's current recommendations. Food and drinks were provided with a question answer session over PAI, institutional pharmacy, and obtaining a residency. When deciding how to execute this event, We spoke to our members after a general meeting to receive their feedback. Many of our members were unfamiliar with PAI and were very interested in speaking with the residency program coordinator. Thank you, Andrew. Adam, tell us about your chapter. Hi. So at South College, our chapter is also relatively new. This was our first year really kind of digging into PAI week and what we wanted to do with it as a chapter. Uh, We took a similar approach to um, Stephen at at Pitt. We made every day focus on one of the different uh, domains. And we had initially had the idea to have it on campus in-person events. Of course, the COVID-19 pandemic kind of threw a wrench into that. 
So we transitioned and we ended up making uh, YouTube videos every single day of the five days of the week focused on a different domain. And I thought that worked out really well. But since we are a relatively new program, I think it's been really awesome to be able to kind of get creative and put our own unique stamp on things. That's really awesome to hear, Adam. Thank you for sharing. So now that you've all kind of told us about what your chapters each do at your respective colleges, this question is more directed toward PAI week itself. And so it typically happens annually in February. I was wondering if your school, are there very popular events that you guys tend to repeat year after year? And also, are there any new ideas or events that you tend to host to kind of refresh everything? Andrew, why don't we go ahead and start with you? Sure thing. Well, one of our chapter's goals were to have sort of staple repeating events. Ideally, we wanted to have a starting off point for our next year's officers. And our main events would include having guest speakers involved at the state level in Texas or the TSHP and to continue competing in the PAI video contest. Each of these events have given our members valuable advice as well as insight to PAI. However, the new leadership does have the final call to have any different events in the future, but we did want to leave something behind as a framework for the next uh, officers. That's awesome. Thanks so much, Andrew. Adam, how about yourself? Do you guys typically host recurring events or do you like to refresh your ideas every year? As I was saying before, this was the first year that we were really able to do uh, much with PAI Week being a relatively new chapter. I think that the uh, overall theme of us having a each day for one domain. I think that will be kind of like a staple thing that we see in our chapter, but we have a committee. Um, it's actually part of our um, executive board for SSHP. The director of policy, which was my position, heads a committee for PAI week. And so I'm excited to see what they come up with and kind of piggyback off of what we did this year and take that forward. Um, I definitely think that there will be some new and exciting ideas as this continue to continues to develop in our program. That's terrific. Could you tell me a little bit more about your position in your chapter about policy and yeah. kind of how you how you look to really incorporate, I guess, like the ever changing landscape of you know pharmacy policy? Right. So my position as director of policy was actually a new position that was created this past year in our chapter. And we thought it was really important because, like you said, pharmacy is an ever changing landscape, especially with potential provider status, things like that that are in the pipeline legally and everything else. So we thought it was good to have a, uh, a role on the executive board to kind of delve into some more policy issues. And because of that, I was able to take on this uh, PAI Week project as part of that role. And I really, really enjoyed that. So I think it's very important to have somebody on your executive board who is focused in policy, because um, that's a very important thing going forward for all of us to kind of be on the lookout for. No, I completely agree with you, Adam. And that's actually something at uh, the Gainesville campus at UF that we've uh, also incorporated into our e board. And, you know, it definitely really helps raise awareness to the student body of just sort of the, you know, new policies that are coming through the pipeline. They also are pretty critical because we typically will go to the Capitol at Tallahassee and sort of interact with legislators and that sort of a thing. So we could, um, you know, talk about different issues and kind of make them aware as well about, you know, policies that we would like to see for the future of our profession. So it's definitely a great avenue for both policy and advocacy. So thanks so much for sharing. Steven, how about your chapter? Yeah, just wanted to throw in there that I, I think that policy position is a great idea. It's certainly going to be something to bring up for the future of my chapter. As far as PAI specifically, what we do is we try to have a, a nice mix of new and stable events. As far as stable events go, we always have done a social media campaign 
it's really nice because it lets our members be interactive and everyone that is active with us pretty much uses a social media platform. So it's nice to have uh, everyone be a part of that. As far as new events, we usually try to mix in a couple guest speakers, usually trending towards uh, what we have as our annual Dean's theme or based on what's going on in the pharmacy world around us. So right now we're trying to target some events for this year to the COVID pandemic and, and the expanding role that pharmacists have seen in that. Just as an example of a unique event that we did last year, we had an interprofessional case conference that we did between our SSHP chapter and Pitt's primary care progress chapter. And it was really cool because it let uh, different students in healthcare denominations complete uh, clinical cases together, and it really worked to practice interprofessionalism. So that was really nice to see for our members. Oh, that's terrific. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely essential because I think that especially that other I would say other healthcare professions maybe aren't fully aware of just like the capacity in which, uh, you know, we as pharmacists or student pharmacists can help work with them and, and you know, really help combine our knowledge to allow us to really better serve uh, patients. So that's, uh, you know, that's terrific. I'm definitely glad to hear that, Stephen. So thanks so much. Moving on to our third topic, during PAI week, what speakers have you all brought in for SSHP that students seem to enjoy the most? Adam, let's start with you. So we've actually had several speakers come in from different areas of hospital uh, pharmacy practice, um, you know, different specialties, things like that. We've had speakers come in to talk about inpatient pharmacy management. And also um, we've had a couple of uh, speakers come in and talk to us about serial compounding, which I personally particularly enjoyed um, because I have a aspiration to get a uh, board certification in serial compounding since they've added that as a new board certification. We try to incorporate speakers from all walks of hospital pharmacy practice, because I think a lot of the students, when they think about hospital practice, they think about, you know, it's just uh, hospital pharmacists verifying orders. And there's so much more to it than that. And I think we've been very fortunate to have people from all different walks of practice be able to come in and talk to us. We've also had residency roundtables with current and former residents, and that's always generated a lot of interest with our students. Yeah, that's awesome to hear, Adam. Very frequently, many people think that hospital pharmacy is just verifying orders. So it's it's good to have speakers come in and talk with students and broaden their horizons of what hospital pharmacy really does and all the specialties. So that's that's really great to hear. Stephen, what about your SSHP chapter? Yeah, so going along with what Adam was talking about, uh, we pride ourselves a lot on our residency-focused events. One of our very popular ones that we do semi-regularly is our residency networking event, where we give our current pharmacy student members the opportunity to talk with current and past PGY1 and 2 residents. And it's really cool because it lets these students, you know, ask questions and, and seek advice and just really get some clarification from a different perspective than what they would normally get through classes or through their jobs. Uh, and we also have, like I've mentioned several times before, we do a lot of focus on our Dean's theme through PAI Week. So we bring in speakers such as the Fit Pharmacist, who is very active on social media. So he comes in every now and then to talk about wellness and resiliency, which, you know, for pharmacy students, I feel like is especially important. So tailoring our events to the, the goals of our members and, you know, what they're going through right now has been really important. That's awesome to hear. I'm curious, what advice have you heard from some of the PGY1 and PGY2 residents during those events? You know, a lot of the advice that I've received is pretty consistent, regardless of the specialties of whom I'm talking to. 
staying focused, asking questions, doing my own learning outside of class and work and presentations and just learning as much as I can so that when it's time for, you know, applications, interviews, and ultimately pursuing that goal of residency, I'm as prepared as I can be. Great advice. Thank you so much, Stephen. Andrew, tell us a little bit about your chapter. Sure thing. Well, our members seem to really enjoy also, uh, similar to the other chapters, the residency roundtable, which we had our PGY1 residents from our uh, local health system come by our campus and present over residency and they provided tips of being competitive residency applicants, the benefits, what their duties, responsibilities are, and what their specific programs offer. Our members were also able to ask uh, questions and learn more about residency in a friendly environment. Something is special with uh, at least our college, it's a bit newer at UT Tyler, is that we had new residents that were our first graduating year come in and tell us how exactly their process was and what it was like being a resident. Awesome. Thank you so much, Andrew, for sharing. So this next question uh, is kind of directed to some challenges that we can kind of encounter as uh, SSHP reps. One of the challenges from various chapters is student engagement and participation. So Stephen, I was wondering, does your SSHP have a dedicated leadership team that plans PAI Week? And as a follow-up question, uh, what sort of marketing strategies have you used to increase student attendance at your PAI events? Yeah, so that's a great question. Pitt, actually, our chapter does not have a dedicated team on our executive board for PAI Week but we really like to work on our interprofessionalism and we make it a joint effort of our e-board to plan it. It's a really big undertaking. So just having all the people and ideas is really effective to making it a, a good week for us. Typically the vice president, which is my role this year, takes the lead on the PAI week, but we utilize pretty much everyone on our board for planning, developing, hosting the events. So last year we had our Dean theme chair plan that medication safety event I mentioned earlier. And just having that collaboration was really helpful for planning the event. And we had a really great turnout, which was really nice. As far as marketing the events, we do focus a lot on social media outreach. We like to give out prizes. People like prizes. And so we we do that a lot. Uh, we give usually a bigger prize at the end of the week as a drawing type. Uh, and we try to give out smaller gifts throughout the week. But we're usually able to give out a couple gift cards, some books, some other prizes like white coat clipboards and other things that, that students really like to have, especially when they're about to go on rotation, we do that a lot and we utilize our, our Instagram page and our Facebook a lot to advertise them. Yeah, that's terrific. No, I, I kind of like the idea that uh, you mentioned that as the week kind of goes on, the prizes kind of get bigger and better to really try and keep interest going throughout the entire week instead of uh, just sort of initially, I guess, initially being, you know, having your events full and then kind of dwindling down by the end of the week. So that's awesome. though. That's a great, great idea. Andrew, how about, how about yourself? Uh, same kind of couple of questions there. Do you guys have a dedicated leadership team that plans your PAI week? And also, what strategies have you used to increase attendance? Yeah, sure thing, Keegan. Yeah, student engagement and participation was often a challenge we had at our chapter. However, we found that planning events that don't overlap over other organizations, school events, scheduled exams, and providing a little bit of food has definitely increased engagement to participation. Our SSHP chapter does have a dedicated committee assigned to plan PA week led by one of our officers, though, too. And our main marketing strategies that we've been really utilizing this year was to use uh, class representatives to announce events at the end of classes, as well as using specialized or special SSHP group me for all SSHP members. 
I'm not sure if y'all are too familiar with the app or not, but you're able to set up reminders for events and be able to respond very quickly uh, versus email. And lastly, our campus does have monitors set up around campus where we can have virtual flyers present. And so we're using a combination of virtual and in-person marketing. We've had the most turnout this year. Those are all terrific ideas. Our college kind of has a uh, main organization page where we have all of our organizations post whatever events they might be having uh, through Facebook. And so I know that sometimes, you know, you get like that notification fatigue. And so sometimes your event maybe not get like the... Uh, visibility that you would like it to have. So it's it's very it's great to hear that you guys are using kind of like other means. So that way you make sure that your event kind of sticks out in people's minds for whenever it's coming up. So that's great. Thanks, Andrew. Adam, how about yourself? I was very fortunate to have great support from both my school and the executive board of SSHP. We do have a designated PAI week subcommittee, which is chaired by myself, and it consists of two other chapter members. And we found that was a really helpful uh, way of like generating ideas, bouncing ideas off of each other, and also distributing the workload around development of things and promoting the events. Um, I kind of alluded to this earlier. This year, because we were doing ours virtually uh, because of the pandemic, we decided to make YouTube videos every day about a different domain of PAI Week. We found that a mix of email and like word of mouth advertising, posting the links to these YouTube videos and using this chapter social media accounts We have both an Instagram and a Facebook account, and we found that was a great way to generate interest in the event. In those videos that we made for each domain, we incorporated PAI Week prizes at the end of the video where participants could uh, answer a trivia question. Uh, We would ask the question and they would email their responses to me and we would announce the winner the next day. So that was a good way we found to keep engagement going through the week because like you said, you know, alert fatigue, things like that. If you're doing something every day during the week, it's, it's easy to get that alert fatigue. So just kind of brainstorming different ways to be able to keep engagement up throughout the whole week. We found that was a pretty effective way to do that. That's terrific. No, glad to hear that. And it's kind of, I guess, unique to hear that you're using, you know, kind of some, I guess, atypical platforms to reach out, you know, either through YouTube and then also through like prize incorporation as well, like via email. I kind of wanted to go back to what you were saying before in the first part there about your PAI week subcommittee. So I was wondering for the two other chapter members, I guess, how did you recruit them um, and, and kind of what your process was at your school to make that happen? Right. So what we did is after um, we were all elected to our executive board positions, we submitted to the chapter for anybody who might like to be interested in uh, belonging to one of our subcommittees, because we have different subcommittees for different things that the chapter does. And because we had put this new position with me being director of policy together, and we kind of put PAI under the auspices of that position, I was able to kind of uh, gauge interest and uh, a couple of my classmates in the year below me were interested in being on that subcommittee. So uh, we just kind of put it into the chapter and people were able to submit their names for um, what committee positions they might be interested in. Okay, great. Thank you so much for sharing. So PAI week can be pretty stressful in terms of planning. My next question for you all is what is the largest barrier you have encountered with promoting PAI week within your school? And what would you say was your biggest lesson learned in overcoming those challenges? Andrew. Sure thing, Stephanie. Yeah, the large barrier we had in promoting PAI within our college was to have students understand exactly what PAI is and further uh, building excitement. I find that uh, as a pharmacy student, we're bombarded with a full schedule with school and other organizations and responsibilities, as well as keeping a healthy work-life balance. 
although we did have success celebrating PI Week, we did find that students uh, would learn it and then perhaps forget it a little bit later on. That uh, We found one of the things that we learned and we were trying to incorporate was the additional events that sprinkled in a little bit more PAI throughout not just the week, but a little bit of each year and just have a, um, oh, hey, this is what PI is and how it's, uh, its importance and relevance. Yeah, understandably. Thank you for sharing. Adam, what about your chapter? So the largest barrier that we really encountered was uh, definitely explaining what PAI is and why it's important, particularly to students who are kind of more community pharmacy focused or uh, minded. And they kind of tend to think of HP as just the hospital pharmacy organization. One of my big pushes is to kind of highlight that ASHP and PAI Week, though it is kind of focused on hospital pharmacy, there's something there for everybody. And one of the lessons that we learned is we have to kind of appeal to everyone within the program and not just the hospital or residency-minded students. But I thought our team did a really good job of that. One of my good friends, Matthew Holt, he's the historian for our chapter, and he is actually uh, part of the executive board who made one of the videos, and he's um, a more community-minded. He wants to do a community hospital residency. So I think incorporating people from different walks of pharmacy and showing that there's something there for everybody is important. I mean, that's definitely one of the challenges that we face, but I feel like we did a good job in addressing that. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people at my school as well think of ASHP as the hospital pharmacy organization. Could you touch a little bit more on what you all promoted for the community-focused students who are more interested in those areas? Right. So what we did, like I said, um, we had my friend Matthew Holt come in and uh, do one of the videos. And really, we tried to incorporate in each video, we tried to um, present the domain of a PAI week from like a hospital standpoint and also from a community standpoint, just to give that balance of um, different uh, perspectives on it and how you can apply the principles of PAI to wherever you end up in your career. So we tried to make that a staple feature point of both of every video was presenting it from both a hospital institutional standpoint, as well as a community or ambulatory care standpoint, uh, just to make it relevant and applicable. I see, that's really awesome, Adam. Thank you for sharing. Stephen, tell us a little bit about your chapter. Echoing what uh, Andrew and Adam said, one of the biggest challenges that we face just about every year is conveying the purpose of PAI and encouraging participation from as many people as we can. PAI seems to be one of those buzzwords that just gets thrown around a lot at you know big events and during classes. And a lot of people aren't familiar with what exactly the week is about and why we're doing it. So we really try to focus on that and promote the events through social media, like I mentioned, and in-person discussion uh, to try to overcome those challenges. And like Adam, we also like to target our events more to like bigger concepts than just hospital pharmacy. Awesome. Thank you, Stephen, for sharing. So for our last question today, now that we have uh, kind of addressed some of the hurdles, I was wondering if, Adam, you wouldn't mind sharing with us uh, what you kind of believe are the biggest takeaways for students and volunteers participating in PAI Week. As well, I was hoping you could also address uh, what do you hope that the students walk away from your events with? Right. That's a great question. So I think that PAI Week is a fantastic way to showcase ASHP as well as your uh, school-specific chapter and get pharmacy students motivated and excited about participating in professional organizations and advancing pharmacy practice, um, kind of like I was talking to earlier. No matter what situation you find yourself in in pharmacy, there's always um, ways to make things better. And I think PAI Week really focuses on that. 
my hope for PAI Week this year and going forward is that people and students walk away from the experience with a better understanding of the mission of ASHP and a desire to continue to advance pharmacy practice in whatever career setting they find themselves in. That's kind of my goal of what I want people to take away from the experience. No, that's terrific. And and I think that I definitely agree with you there. I think it's really important to really understand, I guess, how far reaching the scope of, of ASHP is, you know, kind of like we, we discussed earlier, it's not necessarily only a hospital organization. There are a lot of avenues that ASHP kind of, uh, you know, reaches out to, and it's, you know, it's incredibly important to, to realize the resources they have to help uh, advance pharmacy practice in all these different settings. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Stephen, how about yourself? What are your takeaways for students and volunteers? And then what do you hope that the students walk away with? Yeah, so for us, PAI Week is all about empowering pharmacists and our students and encouraging advancements in pharmacy practice. Uh, And what we're really hoping is that students walk away from the events better educated and inspired to advance patient health and advocate for pharmacists to fulfill roles as direct patient care providers. These are really crazy times all around, but it's also a really exciting time to be going into pharmacy. So what we're really hoping is that through active participation and going for advocacy, we can elevate the field and promote positive change. No, that's awesome that you try and translate your energy and excitement from your position and kind of like really bring it forth to the to the student body. So thanks so much, Stephen, for sharing. Yeah, thank you. Andrew, how about yourself? Yeah, sure thing, Keegan. The biggest takeaway for students and volunteers participating in PIO equal to have a understanding of what PI is and its importance to the profession. I find that the pharmacy profession still has many roles that we can fill as healthcare professionals. I hope that students walk away from our events with PAI's history, the value and advocacy, organizational involvement, and further participation in the future. No, I can totally agree with that, Andrew. So thank you so much for uh, sharing with us what UT Tyler uh, is kind of aiming for in in their ASHP chapter goals and also um, with their PAI week goals. So thank you. Thank you. That's all the time we have today. I want to thank Adam Kreger, Stephen Astrakhan, Andrew Lang for joining us today to discuss PAI Week. We have learned a lot about PAI Week and how each of us can make this week successful. So if you haven't before, I highly encourage you to all check out the ASHP student resource pages and also specifically the ASHP's page for PAI explicitly aimed towards students at ashp.org backslash PAI. There you can also submit your PAI ideas or submit for an SSHP spotlight to showcase the work of your student society. Be sure to also check out the Student Connect community where you can exchange ideas with your peers. Thanks again for tuning in for this session of Student Perspectives. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation and be sure to subscribe to ASHP podcasts through your favorite podcast provider. Thank you. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.